pull it out. Okay, let's, let's get roll. Let's roll go. out. Okay, so let's do it. I'm here with Toby Keo. I need like an applause button that goes <laughs> people. I did just see that someone posted that I have now set my morning alarm to a round of applause instead of a sound. Oh, that's awesome. So she's like, now I wake up with the recognition that I deserve. Yes. Like, that's actually really cool. I might try that. Just that to sounds see. good. Welcome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. We've had such great conversation already, like even before we hit record. So this is so awesome to have you here. Thank you. I'm very excited. It. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I do so much editing of these, so you don't ever have to worry about messing up or like, we're just, we can have the same conversation. <laughs> it's just being recorded. But I'm so glad that it sounds good. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Yay. Yay. So uh, what cup of coffee is this for you? What number? What number of cups is this for you already? Well, we got this bougie coffee maker where you can <gasps> like do shots. So I do, I've already had four shots. So, but Whoa. it like, so in a cup of coffee, you could do two shots. So this is, I don't know. Really? Good. Is it yeah. espresso shots? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, it was on a Black Friday sale, and our friends, shout out to the Hansons, love <laughs> coffee, and they had like brought us into their coffee world. So yes. yeah, it's awesome. It is a world, isn't yeah. it? It really that is. That and beer is a world. Where now I'm like, I feel bad buying like the cheap stuff. Right, I'm totally. Like, You're oh, like, I know better. I don't want anyone to know. It <laughs> might as well. It could even be like a bag of expensive coffee from a shop, but it might as well be white with black letters on it if it's not local or if it's not like totally. curated. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Is it? Um, I don't. Because okay. I know that there's a, like a Nescafe Nes or... Oh, yeah. Those? So those ones where you like have the pods, ours is where you do the beans. My husband yeah. is a researcher and he decided yes. this would be the most efficient. I'm kind of like, I'll let you take the reins. So you it's decide. kind of a pour over -y thing? It's like a little espresso machine oh, it's espresso. where you just like okay. a push a button. We did pour over and my husband wakes up really early and he was like sick of like, I have to wait till it boils. And then no, right. I got to pour over and I'm, okay. See, and I feel like it changes with the season. Like we started yeah. out with drip and then we went to a press, but then we wanted more than the press and then it would take too long to do a second round. So we went back to drip and now, <laughs> and now my husband drinks tea. Ooh. So we turn on the kettle. So now I think, well, we might as well go back to a press because the kettle's on. Right. Oh my gosh. And no one drinks drip in my house anymore. So oh, it's funny. a different, it's different world. Yes. <laughs> So how long have you guys been married? We have been married 22 years. Whoa. Okay. In September. So we're going, getting close to 23. So yeah. Not exciting. And you lived here. Did we you guys lived meet here. here. We met in Coeur d'Alene okay. and we lived in Hawaii for just a little over a year. And then the rest of our marriage has been in Coeur d'Alene. Why so, Hawaii? Like how do you just live there for a year? Well, we had gotten, right when we got married, we're like, we need to spread our wings. Yeah. Like most Coeur d'Alene-ites, I feel like at one point they're like, I need to get out and see the world. And then they all kind of flutter back home. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, we only have one kid. We don't have anything holding us down, which one kid has seen for quite a bit. <laughs> but went there and loved it. And my husband's parents were there. And it was okay. great. But we also were like, let's go home and buy a house and like, Get settled in. Where in Hawaii, it just felt like a way different pay, play, pace. So yeah, beautiful though, like oh, amazing. The best, the best. And I love. We try to go back every, you know, as often as we can. Yeah. I mean, so like three times since then. So yeah. not very often, but enough where you get to just enjoy the Hawaiian culture. It's oh, incredible. Yeah. Like I, I went there for about three months out of high school. We were oh, gonna okay. try to live there also. Yes. <laughs> But Which I we could um, Oahu. Oh, okay. And we were like three blocks from Waikiki Beach in oh. this dirty little apartment. Four of us living in a studio apartment oh, with yeah. sleeping bags. I mean, we were in a mummy bag in <laughs> Hawaii. Like it was ridiculous. But it almost became just another city. Yeah. It almost oh, it just yeah. lost its charm, I guess. Where. I want to go back and just visit and enjoy the yeah. culture and be cultured. 
it's, I don't know. It wasn't for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we were also in Oahu, and it's, like, second in intensity to New York City. So, like, the population yeah. plus the tourists. So, it did feel like a concrete jungle is what my husband kept saying. Like, yes. all the other islands have different charms, but Oahu is definitely, like, a huge city. Yeah. But what year were you there? That was 96. Oh, okay. All right. We were there in so 99. Okay. So not that okay. like long after. No. But, so all of that on Oahu is so changed. It's like bougie. It? It's like coach, Prada, like brand new. They tore down the international market. And now <gasps> the it's international like. international market? Right. And now it's like a big concrete mall. It's so bougie there. Oh, it's not wow. even anything like it, which is That's kind of wild. Because this was, when we were there, it was before cell phones. Right, a big yes. thing yes. too. Me too. Yeah. So we were trying to get jobs. Yeah. So you know we'd have to put our application in and then hang out or sit by a payphone like it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up getting a job though at the mall, the Alamoana Mall. Oh, yes. And it was the um, Aloha Cafe. It was a burger oh, joint. Awesome. And I had to learn a line of Japanese because that was ninety percent of our customers were Japanese. That's rad. So okay, you, what'd you learn? Okay, it's um, no. Okay, I love it. What does that mean? Would you like some water? <laughs> so and great. if they and then if you said yes, I would say size of what? And that means what size. Okay, perfect. That's all. That's that awesome. was it. And that's my big claim to fame. I, I know mean, Japanese. And I like to tell my daughter good. that because she likes anime and she just rolls her eyes and walks away. Like, <laughs> You're, You're like, done. but do you want water? But do you? <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's so beautiful, beautiful. I and I, my dream is to go to Japan one day. Yes. I love the style and the like creativity and um, the forward thinking oh, is amazing. Yeah. Yes. It's so fun what comes out of there. We went to Thailand a couple years ago, and oh. on the way home, we stopped in South Korea, and it was so inspiring. Mm. The women are like everyone was dressed head to toe in like a fun outfit. Like whether it was mm. even business or like casual, but like no one just kind of looked like they just showed up. Everyone looked like they put their best effort into their fun mm. outfit. And like there was platform shoes everywhere. Like there was so many fun fashion things that I'm like, I want that. I don't yes. care if these look obnoxious to everyone around yeah. me. And then now people are kind of doing it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm not that We're crazy. We're getting there, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel that too. Like yes. coming from Denver, I'm used to just kind of dressing up each day. I worked downtown. It was like, woohoo, I'm, I'm vibing. I took the light rail in my heels. You know, oh, I felt like Sarah Jessica Parker, like, this is so great. <laughs> But then here I'm like, oh, I am way overdressed for this coffee shop. Like, Seriously? oops, let me bring it down to a kitten heel, I suppose. Like, I don't know. I'm the same way. I'm in the thrift store with like my Gucci shirt, my vintage pants, <laughs> like my wild shoes. And I'm just like, oh, hey, you guys, what's the deals today? You know? Totally. But I don't have anywhere else to work. So I'm just like, the community is my work. Oh my gosh, <laughs> totally. So and, I'm, and I'm finding that, like, I'm getting more comfortable just saying, okay, you do yeah. you, I'll do me. Yeah, I'm just going to keep showing up how I want to show up. Yes, just totally. Just being true to myself. I love that. But I feel like it's hard to do sometimes when you feel like you're not the mainstream. Whereas yes. in Denver, yes. it was mainstream. Like, you're on 16th Street, you are just like, everyone's like, hey, hey. You know, and everyone's looking great. And yeah, it's no, it different. totally is. You're like, you're feeling like you're putting yourself out there, but you know, you're not like that far off. It's just not as many people are putting that effort yes. into it. Yes. Does that make sense? And there's a difference know. between a look of someone looking at you and giving an expression of like, cool. Yeah. And one of like, hmm, right. What's this? What's what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, totally. What are you doing? Which way, where'd you come from? <laughs> since COVID, like even during COVID, I wore wild outfits as I painted. I'm like, I will wear my kimono and I will uh -huh, like uh -huh. walk around. And even like now, I'm like, this may not match. These might be 300 different patterns, but it makes me happy. And I think we go through life like trying to look a certain way, match with a certain group of people and like to be just like, this makes me happy and this is what I'm going to put out there. And you get a good response people it does bring joy to other people but not always everyone so yeah, yeah. and feeling okay in yourself of whatever yes. it does because it's for you yeah right totally oh uh, do you think that that's because I'm gonna guess you're around 40 
Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm only but, guessing because okay. I've seen your Instagram and I know you turned 40. Okay. <laughs> but do you feel like that that time, like that age brings on a different round of like confidence where you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck it. Like Seriously. I'm just going to, I mean, I need to just do me. I just yeah. need to do me. And if that means that people fall away, so be it. I just can't anymore. You know? Yeah. Do you, oh, you? totally. I think it's. But you're exactly right. I think I would have never had the confidence in my younger age to be this, like, to be as bold. Okay, I am pretty bold. But <laughs> I think to truly feel bold. Like, I've always put myself out there and then later recoiled at home. And you're like, what, yeah, what yeah, am yeah. I doing? Why am I doing this? And then now I'm just kind of like, this is who I am. I've tried for so many years to, you know, be, like conforming in the sense of like wanting to be shy or not as like loud or like there's aspects where you're like this is annoying to me but mm. but like not ever real like really being able to stick with it in a sense of like mm. that's not who I was and it was so hard to try and recoil all the time and um yeah last year I got a little tattoo on my butt that says zero <gasps> fucks because <laughs> I was like I like on a cheek yes Oh so my funny. god! And then I, I love got it, it with my so friend, and we are when we get into a tough position, we're always like, "Look at your butt! Look at your butt!" Yes. <laughs> okay, so, that's the best. It's fine. <laughs> Also, I don't know. My children don't know about it yet. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, this is like the breakthrough, like yes. break, breaking news. Right. Breaking news. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. That is that is a, co- a commemoration, though, right? Yeah, totally. Like, we need to do those things so that we're saying no more. Yeah. And this is what that means to me, you yeah. know? Whether totally. it's you're walking away from someone, you're turning a channel, you're turning something off, you're saying, I'm out of here. Like whatever it is, like those are those moments that we have to come to if we want to keep moving towards our closer to who we are. Totally. Yeah. And we need, sometimes we need that reminder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you're like, I loved it. Like this is who I want to be. I don't want to care about the position or the things I think other people think about me. But yeah, my biggest inspiration for getting my first Wonder Woman tattoo when I was 22 and I was a single mom. And I was just like in the shit of it of like, I don't think I can do this. And I don't know if I'm strong enough for this. And the more I did it like by myself, because he wasn't around or interested in contributing, that I just realized I could do it. And I was doing it and it was okay. And I was into Wonder Woman comic books. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this on my arm. And this is going to remind me that I have everything I need. I can do it myself. I'm doing it myself. And I just need to do that. So when I looked at that in the mirror in my early 20s was just that reminder of like, I can do this. I don't don't need you. I don't need that. I don't need this. We're good. That's so great. I love that. I love that that's how tattoos are. You know, like they're just these symbols of... Journeys of story and yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I got a nice tramp stamp. It's beautiful. But (laughs) I thought about like removing it, but then you're like, you know what? I was 18. This is what was cool. Like (laughs) this was who I was. Like I didn't want to commit very big and or where I could see it. So like, but is it swirly? Is it the typical (laughs) scroll? Is it's a star, which is very um me too on your tramp stamp. Um, yes. I have two stars. Really? The nautical stars. Oh, that's awesome. Mine, I just have one. And yeah, it was. Okay. And an older gentleman do it and do a nice like little grope. And you're like, is this what tattoos are? (laughs) Actually, when he was doing it too, one of the points of the star my leg flew up yes. like uncontrollably. Like that was the weirdest thing. We both stopped and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I did not make that. That was just involuntary. And we laughed. So like, that's those little nerves. You're like, oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going into my body. Yes. yes. Okay. I do have some questions for you. Okay. <laughs> so you were telling me though, um, You've been married 22 years. 22 years. Yes. Yeah. And when you first came in, when I think we were still in build out, you pointed across the street and said, oh, yeah. I used to live right there. Yeah. In that, that little house. It's kind teeny. of like the only house over here. Like yeah. that's 
tell me about that time. Teeny, yeah, that was our first little house. We rented Mm -hmm. it for $300. And it was like, how are we going to ever afford this? (laughs) Which also might have been a clue not to get married just quite yet. (laughs) You know, who knows? (laughs) And it was teeny. And but I've always loved being in the center of town. I mm. love Coeur d'Alene. I love the community. I love meeting new people. And so for us, I mean, at that time, we didn't really do a bar scene or anything like that, but we were able to like walk down to the lake, meet our people at Java, which was like a huge staple in our community. Then. Back when it was on Sherman. Sherman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was, so like for me, it was wonderful to be a part uh, in the yeah. heart of the town. So, yeah. And then um, we lived there for not quite a year. And How many we, bedrooms? It One. one but bedroom. the whole house is like the size of, <laughs> it's so small. It was so tiny. But it's very, very tiny. I know, right? Fantastic. Right now, because if you were to rent a studio, it'd probably be, I mean, triple that. Oh my gosh. Things are crazy right now. Yeah. So, yeah. But, and then we moved up town a little bit on Milwaukee, which is right above the courthouse, and lived there for a while till we moved to Hawaii. And now we're up in Hayden and right on the bike path so I can always ride my bike right downtown. <laughs> so have you always been creative? Like out of high school and yeah. It's just always been your jam. It has. I um I've always loved to paint and draw and my parents really gave me that freedom. Um so I painted murals in my bedroom all through high school and even in the Lakeland Junior High, the Lakeland High School, mm. I would paint murals there. Um I kind of had like a quirky style then too. And being getting married so young, we've always been like on a one family income and it was really tight. And so yeah. I've always tried to be really resourceful. And I think painting can change a space dramatically without yes. a lot of money. Yep. So I've always done like my kids' bedrooms. We got we had a baby right away. Like we got pregnant three months after we got married. So <laughs> we wanted to wait five years. I don't know. You gotta know how it works. But it happens. It happens. You know. So I'd paint like giant murals in their room, and like the first furniture I'd recover would be fr- literally from the garbage. There was a garbage dump that my brother-in-law would tease me and be like, "Toby, you want to go to the Rathdrum Mall and get some <laughs> furniture?" But it was true. Like, yeah. I think you can make your home beautiful with what you can resource and it yeah. doesn't have to be expensive. You know, look at this yes. space you've created yes. from the same resources. Yes. And you know, it's because growing up, my dad um, had a junk shop. Oh, wow. And he actually, this is back in the 80s, his shop, he had a special like deal with the city dump in our small little town that he could go and sit by the conveyor belt. If that he sounds paid. exciting. He, I, really <laughs> I love garbage. <laughs> oh my God. He would sit by the conveyor belt and after people would dump their things and drive away, he'd fill up his truck with things that were salvageable and that was his... His job was a little junk shop like that, which over the years turned into an antique shop, you know. But those were the early days, and I remember just like, I thought it was super cool until my friends found out, and they were like, your dad works at the dump. (laughs) Where'd you get those shoes? The dump? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But aren't they cute? They're (laughs) rad. And there's only one of a kind. (laughs) Like, there's something about the treasure that you just don't know what you're going to find. I totally am always telling my kids, because I... They do like to somewhat, but I'm like, let's go treasure hunting. And they're like, you mean to the thrift store? I'm like, okay. (laughs) You said it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. So I agree 100%. That sounds so amazing. I would have loved to see the stuff that he got. People throw away amazing stuff. Strange things. I do remember this weird bottle of ointment. (laughs) Okay. He got it because the bottle itself was super old, right? Okay. But it was a hemorrhoid cream. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was actually a gag gift because when you opened the lid, a finger poked out. Oh my gosh, that's so rad. That's so Like a awesome. rubber finger. Oh my gosh. I died. Like oh we all died. I don't even so know great. like what that was. And what? <laughs> Does he still have it? 
Um, probably not. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and then one good. other time that he let us come, us girls, I have two sisters, so we're okay. all like elementary school. And he's like, I'm going to go down to the dump tonight after it's closed and dig around. <laughs> do you guys want to come with us? And my mom's like, no, they don't. And we're like, yes, we do. <laughs> so he gave us each a small little um, cardboard box to fill up with any weird thing oh, we found. Fine. And you know, I'm getting like old checkbooks and oh, fine. office supplies. Oh yeah. And then I round the corner of this one pile because there were piles. Okay. And there was a um, dead bloated pig. No. Yes. Scarring. Yeah. yeah. Have I'm you totally. Dumb My dad, no. as soon as he saw it, he's like, it's time to go. Everyone get in the car. We're oh. out of here. Like he was good about that at least, but man, that would be frightening. That would be very frightening. (laughs) But that's, I mean, I love junk too. I do. I need a sticker that says I break for chairs because I'll see a chair on the side of the road and I'm like, chair. Oh, I I wish Coeur d'Alene would jump on board with the free furniture on the side. Like Hawaii would be this, you'd have like full couches and you're like, okay, yeah, I think I could use that. I mean, I love that. We just don't see that. There's also a city in Illinois that does like a week and everyone puts their stuff out on the lawn for a free p- pickup. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. My dream is to go there and follow this amazing girl online. And I'm like, I'm going to come visit you one day and go treasure hunting. Seriously. It seems amazing. I mean, those are, those are the things that people get rid of that they just don't have that style for. And we're like over here searching for it for right. maybe years until someone's like, oh yeah, that old thing. Right, totally. <laughs> it's just special. Plus, I think you're you're similar. Like you have a you can see a vision for something, repurposing it in a different way. Like yeah. this is a cool sculpture, but it could be a make a really great coffee table. Like you know, yeah. having different things that you can move in different positions. Yes, that's it's mm-hmm. an art. There's an art to that. You've got to have an eye. It doesn't always work, but you got to have an eye. <laughs> so what? What? When did you start really? turning your work into work. Okay, well, I started about eight years ago and I pulled a chair out of the garbage and I (laughs) I couldn't, (laughs) right, literally, and I couldn't, I didn't have enough money to like afford full upholstery for the whole thing. So I went to Joann's and I got one section and um, and I went around the house and I had old bar cloth and like flower bags and vintage fabrics and I recovered it. And so it was like really fun and it was when Instagram like pretty much first started and I posted and people were like, wow, I love it. And you know, when you first, I think when it first came out, you're just like, okay, wow, this could be fun, you know? And you're yeah. like, get a little bit more confidence. And I was in a shop in Spokane and I had a shop owner be like, I love your necklace. I also used to make jewelry and sell at Tiffany Blue. And those women are so amazingly supportive women in our community for other women. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So I was selling jewelry from there and she commented on my necklace and my friend's necklace and my friend was like, oh, look at these chairs she does and her walls and all of this stuff. And she's like, I'm opening a store in downtown Spokane. Would you want to make me some chairs? And I was like okay, this seems scary, but sure, I'll make you one or two. And I did that. She paid for all the materials and she sold. Did you know how to repolster though? Or did you like figure it out? I've, when we first got married, so yeah, through the years I've taught myself. I just like see something from the thrift store or garbage and I just like, okay, I'll take apart the old stuff and I'll figure out how to put it back on. I mean, obviously there's more tricks and I learned a little bit later on in my business, but I just pretty much taught myself how to figure it out okay okay yeah. so yeah, yeah. so when people ask oh I've got this chair and I want to do it and I'm like just do it get over the fear yeah just pull it out just yeah. rip it apart and figure it out um so I made her a couple chairs she sold the first one right away to a, someone in New York for $900 like what? and I was like lightning what? bolts like I could make this a business okay yeah. and I had had this dream to always do farm chicks so that year I signed up for farm chicks Serena is amazing and she accepted me right away and I sold 13 chairs that first year. And had like, you already from, made them or was it I like had made order them. them? No, I well I knew I had a couple months till farm chicks. I think I had like six months or something and I'm like, okay, I'll just make as many as I can. Like I really didn't know and I'll just create, you know, works of art. I'll make this one yellow with flowers and pattern and everything and just kind of took a an idea with each one. Yeah. And then um 
So that was really exciting and it got me like the ball rolling in my head like, could I make this a living? Could I do this? And um, from there I was in, featured in a nationally syndicated magazine, which oh. was really exciting. I was on Fox News. I said oh doo-doo. God. They asked me what you do and I said, I do do. And my friend on the side is like cringing. She's just like, I don't know. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Um, uh, and I met so many beautiful people in the community and artists and so much support. Celeste Shaw, like there's so many people that really, um, I think my art spoke to them, but they also reached out of their own comfort zone to mm. like really make me feel, um, like what I was doing was worth it. Yeah. Um, Ginger Earwing, like there's so many people that, um, really helped perpetuate that. And, um, then this last year with COVID, I kind of like knew Farm Chicks was going to close and then I had to get a hysterectomy and so I had to like oh sit God. still and in that I just started painting. I started painting every mm. wall in my house because I was like, I need to be happy. All my walls were white. Yeah. I was trying to be really cool. Yeah. But I was like, I need something to make me happy. The, the minimalist. Right. I, totally, yeah. I always feel like, shouldn't I be heading in that direction? Right. No. Shouldn't I? <laughs> and then I pick up Jungalo book, you know, on the right. the um, maximalist bohemian. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> They're speaking my language. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like from there, I just started painting and I got this huge response and I could paint for a hundred hours and just feel so happy. Mm. And it's like, I've always loved furniture and trying to think of something outside the box. Like I took an old boat and made that the chair. I used the bag that it came oh in. The, it was so fun. It was a fun chair. Wow. But like, and I loved it, but it was like, I'm getting older, hard on my body. Like things yeah. that people would tell yeah. me and I'd be like, oh, really? And then I'm like... True. Yeah. So sad, but true. But so anyways, I've been painting and loving it and doing murals and doors are opening this way. So I'm excited to see if I could pursue that. And yeah, that's kind of my little story. They're incredible. Like your pieces are just incredible. And I love, I love that it's, it's a non-traditional display. Like it's, I don't know. It's different than anything I've seen, and I just love that. To oh, me, that's like, you. okay, people are free. People are doing what yeah. they want to do. It's not like a replica of a style. of. It's just yeah. you. It's oh. unique. I love it. Thank you. And the pictures of your house, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, how will you ever leave now? Like you, <laughs> You've created this incredible space. Oh. Well, I feel like paint is so easy. Like, I am... I feel like paint on the walls, people get so nervous. Like, oh, I'm going to be stuck with this color. And I'm like, no, you won't. Right. You can literally, I've, my house is getting smaller because of the amount of walls I've painted over and over through the years. It's been brown and khaki and dark green and blue and like, just like be free to do that in your home and create that space. And if it's not quite right, redo it. Like it's not that big a deal. I think people get too hung up on that. Yeah, absolutely. And try something new. Absolutely. Yeah. We um, when we lived in Colorado, we had this little farmhouse on fifty acres, and it was just kind of during a time when my kids were a little little, so I was home with them, and we had this tiny shoebox kitchen that I just one day decided to paint teal, and it was mm. called the paint was called teal zeal. Okay. <laughs> like it wasn't even just teal. It was like the most enthusiastic teal you've ever seen. Like it was screaming. But I took all the cabinets off and just painted everything teal in the kitchen because it was okay. a tiny space too, right? Yeah. So, and it made me feel so good. And we lost our deposit because <laughs> oh gosh, because I didn't repaint over it. Ooh. But it was so therapeutic because yeah. we were going through tough things, and I was like, I'm just gonna spend the day painting this today and it just felt good to see something to see a space that I see every day yeah. and see it with a new lens I love that. right like, yes that's totally. so important yeah I think color can bring joy and mm. so much like then we give credit for yeah but yes yeah at least I feel I that, that way about hair too like I yes. was a color specialist I didn't cut hair I only colored hair oh, okay. and I did perms and all the technical stuff right but that was it you you change your hair color and instantly you have a fresh perspective of life and yourself and where you're at I mean and it wasn't me it's just they're seeing themselves in the mirror refreshed yes you know it's a refresh oh I agree totally when I color my gray I'm just like oh there I am okay I'm back (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, totally. It's so true how much that just little bit of a change can just brighten up your face and your... So that kind of evolution of Toby and her art and like that's, I feel like that's something where you, you there's no blueprint, right? right? Yes. It's intuitive. It's next steps for you based on your life and where you're at. So I feel like that's a challenge for creatives is how do I do this? Yeah. And like you said, just do it. Yes. Because your way is going to be your way. But there's so many people out there who want to tell you, you should do it this way, or here's how to do it, or here's the template, here's the blueprint. But what... What does it take to be able to just have that confidence to just try it? Hmm. How do creatives stay experimental or curious? Hmm, that's a or great how do you, question. How do you do it then? Okay, well, I think part of my problem is I'm too impulsive, mm-hmm. <laughs> which does create um, in myself an atmosphere to like put myself out there and not think first. Ooh, so yeah. I think it's to my detriment and to my wins you know where I'm just like okay let's just try it let's do it I'm willing and then I mean it doesn't always turn out but sometimes it does and you put yourself out there and you're like okay that was worth it so Mm. um I think also trusting your gut is a huge one for me um like wanting to do something that I don't see anywhere else I have a hard time with Pinterest I love it but I feel like we get stuck on trying to see what is on trend or what's going on instead of like looking within ourselves and gathering ideas and taking those and interpreting them through our own lenses right so I think um trying to like really drive to like want to put out something different than what I see around me um, like staying inspired, but not right. letting it direct you. Yes. Yes. So and that your direction is internal. It's coming from you, but it may be inspired by all these other things. Huge. You're, you yeah. nailed it on the head. Mm. It's perfect. So yeah, I think that, that you just, you summed it up. Like, I think that's Pinterest it. is difficult too, because <laughs> I have so many boards and right. so many <laughs> great ideas but then how do you get that into real life? Like, yeah. Well, and I think there's a problem it. with that because it's so polished. It's, yeah. you know, edited. It's the best of the best. Yeah. And it's kind of like social media on steroids because it really is like this huge advertising platform. And I think you also try to make your designs or people try so hard to look that certain polished way where in life is messy. Like yeah. I always like to say... I'm part of, well, I'm the captain of the bad luck club in (laughs) North Idaho, but like things don't always work out perfectly. And in that beautiful mess, uh, Bob Ross, that you're like, (laughs) there is like beauty in it. And I think embracing those things too. I mean, I love perfection and like beautiful pictures and, but I think it's also like understanding that our interpretation may not always be that way and like to lean into that and that can be good. Does yeah. that make sense? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> because so. if, the, if we never see the processes, then we're never going to see that it there is a process. Yeah. I think we totally. do that. We're like, oh, yeah. how do I go from A to Z in the snap of a finger or a snap of a camera, right? Totally. <laughs> that way. There's so many layers of progress and change and yeah. Which is kind of the best part. I think people always like rush to make like in their home like, oh, I'm going to paint. Then I need to have matching pillows. I need to have matching plants. Like I need it all right now and it be really perfect. I think there's something said about like sitting in and like seeing it and like feeling what things, like what parts lean towards certain designs. I don't know. Like I think that's pretty huge for me too. It's just like... You know, I've had my house a million different colors and designs, but like also sitting in the half done has also created more creativity in me because I'm, I can like lay there and think about the different elements that could bring it together. Yeah. Does that sound cheesy? Yeah. Am I getting so cheesy? No, we do that too. Like seasonally, we usually rotate our furniture around because the traffic is different in our home for every season. So now that it's cold, let's fashion everything around the fireplace or around, you know, little areas. But then in the summertime, we're in the back. So everything needs to kind of be set up for us to be in and out of the back. Like that's, that's just being in tune with your surroundings in the season and with the change of who you are in that season, you know? Totally. So that's just the intuitive part. That's the gut. I love it. Yes. (laughs) 
What is up, Court FM listeners? This is Melinda from Court FM and from The Hive. We have eclectic seating areas, creative nooks, beautiful natural light seating, design aesthetic that's by femmes for everyone. We have a photography corner where you can play with natural light and dabble around with creative backdrops. We have workstations, conference room that's in art deco style. We have a podcasting room with microphones so you can just play around if you think you want to start a podcast or if you want to get comfortable just speaking and hearing your voice, this is the room for that. We are a member's workspace, meaning one membership fee allows you a door code which you can come and go as you please and use our resources, use the space to however you want to use it. We have several different membership levels based on your needs. You can check it out at www.thehivecda.com. Now back to the podcast. Okay, so what has COVID been like for you? Like this whole past year, you said you switched from, you kind of moved from chairs into painting. But do you feel like, yeah, I have feel bad when I answer this question Mm. Um, because in COVID, I really enjoyed myself. (laughs) Like in the shutdown where you're just like, you're stuck. You're stuck like focusing on your home, your family. Mm. And it was isolating and that was hard. I think, you know, the memories, now you look back where we sat in my friend's, you know, front yard and we talked through, you know, like from the sidewalk to her front door and like those, we did the parking lot meets and stuff. And those I think will be fun memories. And I, and it didn't meet me at that point, but I've had a pretty hard couple years before that of raising a child that was, you know, put me through the ringer. And so I felt like I had a lot of grieving, but I was coming out of that. Mm -hmm. And in COVID, it caused me to just like, be able to have the time to focus on painting or like my kids in a way that, you know, we live, we live life. We're so busy. We're trying to outdo ourselves. We're trying to like always go bigger or at least I am and, and do more. And I think it really caused us to like sit at home. What do we want to do? Like, even though this is awful, this is not great. It was like, let's, let's paint and let's explore these other avenues. And my child is the dumber for it, but you know, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have a generation of kids behind, maybe. You know? <laughs> it's fine. Okay. He learned art. He learned art. Oh my gosh, totally. Oh, I feel but... the same. Like yeah, we kind of yeah. just drew together and we made cake a lot. We baked a lot of cakes and just ate them for no Fun. reason. Like that's the kind of stuff that we did too. Like yeah. I, I don't have like a heavy story of like what it meant for us, but But even just this space, like it took the whole year of us putting this on hold because who's going to gather anywhere? You know, you can't. So why would I open a year ago? We were supposed to open in January of 2020 and it just wasn't right. Oh, wow. And it's okay. Like I trust the timing too. So that's just, it's all good. Yeah, I do. I mean, like my heart goes out to people who really struggled and didn't have people, didn't have a circle of people like that. Yeah. I want to be sensitive to that and understand and like COVID is terrible. Like it's awful. We had it. I don't ever want it to get it again, but it was also in the sense for me, like I also want to be joyful in the sense that I got to find myself in a way that I don't think time would allow Mm. any other way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing though, when you're creative and Mm -hmm. like you said, we are impulsive sometimes and that creates what I heard is a vulnerability hangover like the next day you're like I actually said that I actually did that I actually (laughs) did this you look in the mirror you're like oh that yep that (laughs) happened right like those little hangovers that we get that sometimes it's harder for us to just sit and be and reflect and being forced to is positive sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it really is. I mean, I don't want to go into shutdown again. Like, I think it would be harder, but... And and it feels emergence right now. Like, it feels like, okay, everyone's peeking out of the woodworks. It's things happening here and there. It's kind of a slow roll in, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit harder here. 
little little faster. Yes. But <laughs> yes. I'm not yes. I'm not upset about it. Yeah. I did just get my first vaccine yesterday. A little sore arm, but Fantastic. I'm excited for just to have it and just to know that that safety of it. And if yeah. I could be part of the herd and it doesn't affect me, then I can help bring in that. Yeah. Anyways, love side it. note. I love it. Get vaccinated. <laughs> okay, so who's one of your inspirations creatively? Well, Who do you go to for? And it can be someone local. It can be someone else who's international. Okay. Um, Nisi Fry is an amazing artist. She's a queen. Mm. And she, when I first saw her art several years ago, it like sparked something inside of me. Like, she does floral, she does all kinds of stuff, and it was just like, I want to do that one day. Like, could mm. I do this? But not actually thinking I could or ever would. But also, like, it just is so joyful. Like, when you see it, you mm. feel, like, happy and wonderful. And so she is an amazing artist. I encourage you to look her up. Mm. And um, that would be locally. And I, I don't really, I, this sounds so dumb, but, like, I was a mom and I've just been in the trenches of mom and life and I'm not yeah. really I didn't go to school for higher education I'm not really technically learned a lot especially about art so I don't really have a huge exposure of yeah. that but I you know I love looking at images and art does this sound yes. stupid <laughs> no not at all because that is like your experience is yeah. your learning. Like that's yeah. experiential. That's, yeah. And that, I think that's the difference too when all you've done is read books and gone to school and you have all of these maybe academic backings, but the experience isn't there. And so I don't know. I think that's a different level. It's a different level of learning yeah. that has to go that has its own place and yeah. I think it's beautiful and that's kind of that untapped creativity where there isn't a lot of influence right, right? yeah yeah so that's I want to see it as a positive really cool but thing. I yeah I want to see it as a positive but a lot of times I see it only as a negative I'm like gosh I can't even talk about this because I don't know the right lingo you know like I had an art gallery showing and I talked about my crotch because these pants I was wearing was weird and so I'm telling I'm not trying to sell my art I'm like okay look at how long my crotch here is you know and yes. I'm a chummy girl and I don't care but it's like look at this is making me look chubbier and people are like why are you saying this and it's like because I don't know like this was the line source I don't right, know all right. of that technical term so yeah. I fall back into like let's make this just fun you know so yes. I'm I want to like be okay with that inadequacy of not knowing yes the verbiage and everything but also I do want to learn like I do want to know more I want to grow in that so I think that's what makes you so approachable though too oh, I think you. sometimes when there is an over adequacy that yeah. it creates a, a barrier to real mm. people to yeah. connection and you yeah. don't have that but I wouldn't say yeah. it's your inadequacy I would just say that you have a relatability oh, well, that people you. can see, okay, that means I could too. Yeah. Like that's that you become an inspiration for oh. other people because of your freedom and your independence and you're not tethered to any specific genre or certain, you know, medium. Like it's just, oh, it's inspiring I in itself. so much. That means everything. And I think that was also part of it in COVID, like painting. People have said that to me. Like, I just, I started painting. Like, I saw what you did and I wanted to paint a mural yeah. and I did that and I, I wanted to paint more. And like, to me, that is the best. I don't feel like we have to live in this constant state. I think women, we kind of like, it's more competition than it is like, let's link arms and be yeah. encouraging. And so for me, that's what I want to do. Like, don't buy, you don't have to buy my art, but if it encourages you to make art and go big and try something new, Holy fuck. That's like yeah. what I want to do in this world, you yes. know? Yes. So, yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, we need more of you in this oh, town. We thank need, you. <laughs> we need I know. more of you. So thank great. You. Okay. Another question. Night okay. owl or early bird? Oh. Or both. I think Some I am both. Are you both? I am. Yes. must be exhausted. <laughs> it is. It really is. I think I used to be just an early bird, but like as we get older, it's like sleep doesn't want to be your friend I don't know right, I've right. been dealing with a lot of anxiety I think it's like maybe what's happening 
around us and I've always been a pretty anxious I always saw it was just nerves like I was really nervous but mm -hmm. when I realized that I'm nervous about everything in one day it's become a bit much so I think my anxiety is really like caused me to not sleep a lot mm. um so stay up late and I wake up early and I'm ready to party <laughs> I love that I love that I hit a point where I was realizing I wasn't sleeping very well either okay. and then I get up early. I just naturally do. Always have. Yeah. But then my friend was like, maybe you're starting menopause. Oh, like, oh my Whoa. God. So I started looking into it. Is that a fake? It. I, I think I might be perimenopause. Oh, okay. But I'm 45, so okay. what else? Wow, you're hot. Okay. You, know? you got I it. Don't know, man. <laughs> it's just one of those words. I'm like, that's not me. <sighs> that's not now. Oh, what yeah. are you talking about? Tap, 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 look it up. Right. Oh, this could be. Totally. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just telling my husband the same thing. I'm like, look, this says like dryness in your skin. I'm like, why are my like <laughs> eyelids like dry? Like I've never had dry skin up there. And then you look right. it up and you're like, that's part of it? Wow. Dry <laughs> eyelids. I know. That so is weird. weird. <laughs> Things get interesting when it you does. get older. It Very does. interesting. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, and my husband comes up to me. He's like, I just love your crow's feet. They're uh, so sexy. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I'll keep them around. That's, I love that's that. Lovely. <laughs> I know. It's so true, though. Like, being able to embrace and find beauty and age, I think, is um, counterculture, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think it is hard. And I think it's hard when you look at yourself in a lens of being younger, and then you're just like, you're like almost readjusting. You're like, oh, okay. Like you're you're almost realizing like this is where you're at. I don't know if that makes yes. sense. And so I think that's like embracing it. And I, I'm not against Botox. Like all the things, that's yeah. great. But I also think being able to find that beauty and being okay with it is, it's like a new stage you have to walk into and realize. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's 21. And so a lot of what she's into right now, I can relate so much because I feel like she was me or I was her, you know, like yeah. the, we're so relatable in her style and all of this. But then when she's kind of helping me, whether it's with an outfit or something, I am always like in the back of my head, like, okay, I'm 45. Yeah. Like, let's remember this yeah. skirt is a little short. Like, let's, <laughs> let's take this look and let's make it more me. Right. You know, like I can get really carried away with like feeling like, we're just right. friends. Right. <laughs> Total. I'm just like you. Wait. I, I know. I kind of love that though. I kind of think like what's the per parameter that we have yeah. to be that. But yeah. I do understand like we had, we went to church on Easter Sunday and I had a little bit of a sexy Easter going on. <laughs> I was just like feeling very uncomfortable. My husband was like, thou shall show me your cleavage. And I was oh like, my God, all right, done. So I was, but like, I think you like, you kind of like, you want to go out there and then you're like, should this, blah, blah, blah. and then you're like, right. okay, what do I feel comfortable in? And what do I want to put out there? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it, it really comes down to. I feel yeah. like there's no rules. There's no yeah. like it, the inches no. of something. No. It's a feeling. Yeah. Are are you gonna be uncomfortable in this yeah. outfit? Totally. Maybe a little bit. Okay, then is that something you want to carry this evening? Right. Yes. Now, when it comes to a shoe, like, is this uncomfortable? Yes. Are right. you good with that? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> this is a pain I want. <laughs> but yeah. when we present ourselves in ways that are maybe just different and maybe pushing ourselves in a certain direction, then there's always that fear of like how am I going to come across yeah oh yeah and if that fear is too much then you know you do what you need to do because it's about being comfortable right oh for sure yeah <laughs> I almost love the feeling of being uncomfortable so like mm. that's the problem where you're just like I don't I, I think <laughs> it's become too familiar if that makes that's sense that's really cool <laughs> Because okay. that's, I mean, that's something we have to always try to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. Most people right. have to work at that. Like, nope, uncomfortable, I'm out of here. And you're saying, I'm yeah. too comfortable here. I'm <laughs> too comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes, yes. Later, I might like, what was I, like, what did I say? What did I do? Did I go too far? That's right. always a thing. Oof. <laughs> I used to always say, 
is this too much? Yeah. Am I too much? Yeah. And then I watched an episode of one of my favorite designers, Jonathan Adler. Everything oh, he yes. does is so eclectic and just so good. Ah! And he was walking everyone through his showroom and walked into this one room and he said, my friends ask me all the time, is this too much? And I say, too much, it's not enough. Oh, that's awesome. And now, that's what I tell myself in my head if I'm like, is this too much? No, it's never enough. Like, that's my two people on my shoulder. I love it. I think that's so good. I have a community of people, like really close friends that are, I just text them the same exact thing this morning. I was like, I so appreciate you. I love you. And you never make me feel like I'm too much. Because you think like being a a louder person or someone, you can gauge a room and you're like, okay, like this is too much. But when you have that safety and that community, it's so amazing because then you could just like, there are times where you could just like let loose and be too much and it's okay. Yes. Yeah. No one's like counting how right. many times yeah. you've cackled or, right. you know, yeah. it's just, you are. And mm-hmm. I think that freedom allows you to keep being you yes. and keep flourishing. And um, there's yes. a way that mushrooms grow they burgeon. And to burgeon means they bubble up from the inside out. And I love that representation because I think creative people, they burgeon. The more that they're in an environment that's safe and, and not comfortable, but safe and welcoming and unrestrictive, then we can continue to burgeon and come from the inside out. That grow is a that beautiful way. analogy. Isn't I love it? that. That is so good. Makes you want to paint more mushrooms. Oh, right? <laughs> I'm a big fan. I might need a mushroom tattoo, actually. Ooh. That would be really cute. Yes. I'm going to get, I've got one in the works plan where I've got these morph art tattoos where they're, I've got a cactus with little legs. But oh. I'm going to get like a little mush, like a whole little weird valley of legged nature <laughs> like yeah yes oh my gosh I love it yeah. okay do you have any on your I know you're covered and I, I love them oh, everything's so you. cool thank you um do you have any on your hands um I have some dots which okay. people ask me all the time what are those on your fingers and I'm like um it's a reminder that I don't need a real job <laughs> I don't <laughs> and also Morse code. I love you. No, I don't know. They're just okay. um, ornamental. I do want to get tattoos that say "Be kind" on my knuckles, and then in the inside say "Shut up" because those are kind of my oh my gosh coined phrases. Great. But I no, love it. That's kind you. of the one that I'm like, are my hands too old? Like, do you have to have a certain skin to like no. get your fingers tattooed? No, I don't think so. Okay. And it hurts so. Yeah, you, you bear that pain. You get to wear it pride fully. Ooh, <laughs> and it's a movie. Part, do you have so. one planned? Do you have another one planned? Um, well, what's his name? James. Yes. James at Fourth um, Street. He just yes. did my my latest Wonder Woman, and it was so cool because he sat with me and talked about what else are you going to do on this arm? Maybe we should do like he had so many creative ideas of how to not just get her all over, but maybe just the lasso over here and oh, then cool. maybe her jet back there you know just different elements of her on and making it a full sleeve and i i just love creative people like that's what happens you start talking and then yeah. things are Vibing. you know yeah. yeah i love it so cool. so I've not yet some, anything planned you got yet. in the works but i did yeah. think about a finger something on the yes. finger that was i don't know i love them i don't know it's like also I teeter where a lot of times I get a tattoo, my mom cries. So I'm like, oh, but yeah. like, I've got to be like, this is my body. It makes me feel expressive in a way that I don't have to use words. And to me, that says everything. And I know they are offense. Like some people just are like old school and are like, these are bad. Why are you doing that? And to me, I just see the opposite. I get to carry people's artwork with me. Yeah. I get to like, these are my friends and like I get to be a part, they get to be a part of who I am and yes. I just love that expression. And um, that shop is beautiful too. Oh, it's so it's gorgeous. Amazing. It's so amazing. First I mean, I've tattoo. seen some real sketchy spots where right? you're just like, this is not yeah. sanitary. You're like, should I sit on this couch? No. <laughs> totally. Jacob Redman has created such a beautiful space and yeah. something that is bright and colorful and fun and he wants it to be a place where people come like buy a plant and enjoy it and like a 
a destination almost. And I think anything yeah. we can have like that in our community yeah. that sparks creativity, has amazing artists, and feels warm and welcoming. I don't know what else you could ask for. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. And one thing he said, um, James had said, that he feels like this was a shop that introduced Coeur d'Alene to a new way. I love it. Yes. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what we need is more introductions. Like, hello, Coeur d'Alene. Here's another way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally. It doesn't have to be all skulls and dark. I mean, there is skulls, but yeah. Always like that. Yeah. And some women. But yeah. it, it doesn't have to be as dark and like in that box that it's always been in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, I love what's happening in this town. Me too. I'm seeing more people express their art. I'm seeing more different shops, different creative expressions, kind of niche stuff. Like, yeah. it's really blossoming here. Yeah. Really I is. was just talking to my friend in Portland about this space that you've created and mm. how exciting it is to have a place for women just to be able to do what they do without the constraints of your femininity and what you're creating. And to ha you created this amazing space mm. and I am so excited for what it will do for the women in our community to project them. Yes. So, yes. Good job. Me too. <laughs> Me Yay. too. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for things that are coming and just of how people are using the space is inspiring me because I didn't I didn't realize that okay this little area over here was actually more popular than that one like it's really cool to kind of see how people are responding to different spots and oh it's just fun you know it keeps yeah. things rolling yes and now I'm totally. like okay I gotta get my glue gun out and maybe uh put something on a chair I don't know yeah yeah well <laughs> it's amazing what you've created so what is maybe your one word of advice or encouragement for young creatives and specifically in this town like when you think about your own journey and how you've had to kind of just maybe you've had support maybe you haven't in certain areas but what what would you say to someone young who maybe doesn't have a family who is supportive of their art and creativity or who doesn't have a solid friend group how what would you say to them Hmm. Another I'm gonna question. say early 20s, like early 20s, okay. kind of. So I've got a couple kids that age demographic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I relate on a mom level, maybe. Yeah, but it's fine. I would say, just do it. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to lean into those things that make you you and without the constraints of can I get finance? Like all of these things because there is so much in our community that is available and I know through Jenny at Emerge, she offers so many creative classes and there there are so many support systems in our community mm -hmm. that if you, if you want to do something, research it because there is people there that can support you and be a part of it. And I think just being able to um, reach out and ask for that. And if you ever see me, I'll help you come over and we'll have coffee. I'm not afraid of a stranger. But yeah. Yeah. like, I think it's just being bold, be willing to do it and not being afraid. And there are, there are a lot of resources out there. I think we also need to be putting it out there more for people to see. That's what I would love to mm -hmm. see is more, mm -hmm. more art, more creative clothes, like whatever it may be. I think we need to just like push that envelope and not be afraid of um, because Coeur d'Alene is kind of not behind, but like they're just not quite on the bandwagon of what new trends, like yeah. to just kind of push it forward. If that's what's inside of you, do it. And I think it yeah. causes everyone else to rise up and do the same. Love it. Oh, Absolutely. I'm like you. clapping over here. <laughs> I need my little applause button. Oh. I, need, I need all those buttons yeah. so I can like. Fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for oh. being here today. I feel like you've already brought this energy into the space that is just, oh, it's incredible. I, I love talking with you. I want to keep talking yeah. with you about these things and about, I want to see you doing things here and teaching and leading things or just, I don't know, just more of you, more of you in this area for sure. Oh, well, thank you so much for talking with me, yeah. taking yeah. interest in who I am and where I'm at. And Thank you for bringing this space so it is accessible to women. Like, it's amazing. And I am so appreciative of your friendship and mm. you reaching out. It's amazing. Thank yeah. you, friend. And side note, like, okay. I think what I really also want to encourage everyone, anyone listening out there, okay. is like, we're in our 40s. Toby yeah. and I are in our 40s. And 
I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm in this second wind of like, oh yeah, I have more I, momentum I've, than I've, I've ever had. I've more into myself and yeah. I'm finding little avenues and veins of creativity that I'm like, I'm just going to go for this. And yeah. so like, there's never this place of arrival. There's no. never this place of, well, here's my kingdom and I'm just going to now sit on my throne. Like it is... Yeah. There's so much more to do inside yourself to look around and poke around and see what's what fizzes and what doesn't. Like, there's just so much more for us as women as we get older, as our kids are getting older, and we find ourselves in different seasons. So that's what you inspire me so much because oh, I feel like I was never that mom who could just okay, my kids are getting older and I need you know, to have something else that I'm babying. And maybe that's not a dog or another (laughs) child, but maybe it's just something, a space in my community. Like this was my thing, you know? So I love seeing other women who are doing that at our age. Not that we're, you know, whatever. No, but still though, I think that's a great, I think it's a great encouragement because I think there's a lot of people our age whose children are getting older and we're getting more time. And I think to be able to step into that and not be afraid of working that. And I think there is a community of maybe younger kids that are bringing more collaborations and are encouraging more togetherness and um, encouragement opposed to strife. And so I agree. I want to see that more in our community and I want to see people in their 40s get this fresh wind because I feel the same like I'm like wow I finally have the time I have the things I want to do I have the vision and I'm not afraid as much and so yeah oh yeah I love it well thank you again and thank you for listening to this edition with Toby Keough artist creative mother all of these wonderful things that she brings to our community here in Coeur d'Alene and Spokane I mean you're kind of all over you're just kind of (laughs) spreading all out I'm a lady about town yes you are (laughs) I love it all right we'll see you next time bye